Hey guys, welcome to episode 92 of a wrestling gal podcast, providing you with a female perspective on all things wrestling. Join me, your host and wrestling enthusiast, Ella J. As today I am joined once again by the prodigy, Roxy. Now let's chat. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined again by the prodigy Roxy. So how are you doing today, girl? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm excited to be chatting with you again. It's been a minute. It has. Well, firstly, how have you stayed busy among amongst this crazy world right now? You just had a birthday, but how else have you been staying busy? Um, so I've been trying to get consistent again at the gym. So mm-hmm. I've been doing that. Um, I've actually been taking like a private uh, boxing class. Ooh. So yeah, I, I figured it would actually help with uh, wrestling, which it has. And it's helping with a lot with my cardio too. And it's just something different. So yeah, I actually enjoy it. Um, but Booker T has still been having a couple private tapings mm-hmm. and drive-in shows. So I've been doing that along with um, whatever other shows that are being safe. Now, how did those drive-in shows work? So we actually put the ring uh, in front of the World Gym Arena, which is like in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have like the guardrail around and then everybody just kind of like parks all around the the guardrail and like outside of it, obviously. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they park there and then some people are like either in their cars some people are in like their trunk uh it's super cute oh i bet too do you have like people like honking when there's a good spot at all in a match yes yes (laughs) yes it's so awesome you know a lot of people were away from wrestling for a while so when you finally did have your first match back after a few months did you feel any ring rust or did you just naturally get back into your groove um so i i was uh trying to go to training before that so i wasn't too like Mm -hmm. ring rested um but my first match back i i I honestly didn't feel uh too much of like the ring rust um i just honestly felt like so happy uh because it was so hard not being able to wrestle and just like all of a sudden being locked in my room all day um so yeah it was just like a fresh of breath air again i bet girl and now go ahead fresh air i'm sorry (laughs) i like totally mixed that up (laughs) it's okay it's okay Now, last time we had talked about what it meant for you to be the prodigy, but now you being 19 years old, I was wondering if you were going to continue forward with that moniker or do you have plans to evolve your character once again? Hmm. Well, I'm always evolving, always evolving, but um, I feel like for right now, um, I'm still sticking with the prodigy. I feel like it still works. Um, Everybody seems to love it still. So (laughs) for now, yes, I'm going to stick with that. 
And you've already been in the business for a few years now at just 19 years old, like we just said. But I've wondered, have you felt like you've kind of missed out on certain childhood things like in high school? How did, Have you balanced yourself uh, pretty well between school, training, and social life? Or do you feel like you've missed out on certain things in your childhood because of wrestling? Um, I definitely missed out on a couple of things. But, like me and my mom would kind of... Uh, like go back and forth about it when I was younger Mm -hmm. for a bit just because um she she was very big on me not missing out on my childhood yeah because she knew like how important it was but she also knew how important wrestling was to me um so I had to kind of like explain to her how missing things was kind of a part of what pro wrestling is Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I did miss a couple of things like uh, birthdays and celebrations and stuff like that. Uh, I know I remember like during spring breaks and Christmas breaks, instead of like going out with my friends and doing all that crazy stuff, I was traveling to Booker's on a Greyhound and yeah. um, training over there, which honestly, like to this day, I still don't mind um because I just love it that much but yeah I feel like obviously maybe when I get older I'll kind of be like dang I should have like enjoyed my childhood a little bit more but I don't know I feel like I feel like I have like a different childhood to look back on like it's not like I'm I'm totally I totally hate what I'm doing like I love what I'm doing so I just feel like I'm making different memories Yeah, and you kind of, too, with that, you kind of have to grow up faster than most people, too. So did you feel, like, any pressure to kind of have to, like, be more mature and be, like, more responsible? Even, like, you've been wrestling for years now. Um, So did you feel any pressure to kind of have to be more mature and take more responsibility while being on the road and et cetera? Yeah, definitely. Um, And I feel like I kind of realized that during quarantine like once everything just stopped and Mm -hmm. I you know you have like more time to think um and yeah I was just always on the go and I had I graduated high school like I had my graduation ceremony during quarantine yeah um so I was like oh wow like everything just by just went by so quickly and of course I'm I was uh 13 when I started training so I've just mostly been around adults that uh like strangers for the most Mm -hmm. part that I kind of had to like lean on yeah um, yeah yeah uh which is why I talk so much about reality of wrestling because I got there when I was I started training there when I was like 16 Mm -hmm. and Booker T and Charmel are a hundred percent like parents especially Charmel she's such a mom and so I feel like that was so important for me because I definitely needed that being 17 16 17 and traveling by myself and you know not having my parents there Mm -hmm. or my sisters or anything so yeah that definitely helped just reality of wrestling being such a family especially um all the all the uh, reality of wrestling stars are super super sweet. The, 
probably the sweetest people we ever meet. Um, so yeah, I definitely had a lot of people to lean on being so young. That's so important too, especially in today's day and age to have adults actually like look out for you and to be able to take care of you when you're still, you're still a kid, even though you're, you might be expected to be more mature, but you're still a kid at that age, you know? So it's so, so important to have people you can trust and look up to. So I'm so glad that you had that, you know, because in today's day and age, you never know. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And now you've talked about those times where you would have to travel alone on the Greyhounds. So what was in your luggage during that time? Like, what were your go-to snacks and essentials for traveling? Hmm. Um, so I had my, I had two suitcases I had because my uh, aunt and uncle actually live in Houston. So that's where I would stay. Mm -hmm. Um, so I had my bag with all my clothes and I pack a lot of clothes just because I'm a girl and you never know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure you know that. (laughs) Um, so I had my bag with all my clothes and then I had my other bag my other suitcase with um, my wrestling gear and all of that good stuff that I needed for uh, show days. And then um, snacks. I don't know. I would usually like stop because I'm always late for everything. (laughs) Um, So I would get to the Greyhound within like five minutes if even that before my greyhound would take off Girl. so i would just yeah so i would just like rush to the little um what are they called the vending those machines? things yes the vending machines <laughs> uh, i would just rush to those and get something super random every time or i know they had the they at the greyhound stations they have like um it's like a little store, I guess, but they they have workers that make food. It's honestly not the best, mm-hmm. but I would just like grab something from there real quick. They had like these breakfast sandwiches that were not great. Oh, but yeah, it's probably like a rest stop. Like if you're on the highway, it's probably like yeah. one of those rest stops that they have where they have like weird like totally off-brand like stores or whatever that make yeah, food. Yeah, and, and they were cold and <laughs> yeah, it just was not, <laughs> it was not it. Now, what was the longest Greyhound ride you remember taking? Um, I think it was like 11 hours. Jeez. But I had to stop uh, like halfway. They stopped at another Greyhound station and there was like a two three hour layover wow so that was pretty scary because it was like I think it was about two in the morning and yeah I didn't even realize that there was going to be a layover Mm -hmm. so usually it's just straight to but this one had to stop so I was just sitting there uh for like two hours and the Greyhound stations don't seem like the safest place (laughs) especially at two in the morning um but i was fine i was fine and then yeah it it ended up being about 11 hours before i got to houston okay well i'm glad that you were okay because god knows i would have been like texting or on the phone with everybody at that point i've been like uh hello (laughs) yeah right yeah i ended up texting my mom and i was like hey i'm here (laughs) 
You know, last time too, we talked about you being an avid fan of wrestling growing up. So is there one or two wrestlers you've either met or interacted with on your social media that made you fangirl just a little bit? Um, yes. Uh, so I was a huge, 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 huge fan of AJ Lee when yes. I was younger. Um, and I remember I used to dress up as her almost every Halloween. <laughs> and my mom, she would take a picture of me and post it on her Twitter and tag <laughs> AJ. And I think AJ, she, she, um, interacted with my mom like a once or twice and I actually met her one time that she that WWE came to Laredo and I cried <laughs> I think I was like 11 mm-hmm. yeah um and then I know when I first started wrestling um Natalia actually commented on one of my posts and just put like a little little words of like inspiration mm-hmm. Uh, and that that was like so cool to me i bet too we love that female empowerment for sure for sure now do you have any memorable experiences with a fan of yours i do actually so um there's this little girl her she's in she's about 12 years old i believe or 11 um and she's an aspiring wrestler also and she's an avid fan of reality wrestling Mm -hmm. so she goes to most of the shows and um i'm actually her favorite wrestler and i remember when i won the reality wrestling diamonds championship i came out to where the fans were after the show Mm -hmm. and she was just bawling like crying and she gave me the biggest hug and she just was telling me thank you so much you have no idea how much that match meant to me and how much you mean to me and i oh my gosh like i wanted to cry just because it was such Mm -hmm. like I don't know. It's just weird to me that I was once that little girl yeah. like, crying, you know, with AJ Lee. And now there's a little girl crying over me just over doing something that I love, which is so crazy. And I feel like that's honestly my favorite part of wrestling is just being able to to see that reaction out of like little girls that are inspired by me and just being able to inspire people period like it's just it's just a crazy crazy thing like it's just surreal it's a full circle moment girl so take it in take it in yeah right now as a fan too is there a certain match in the history of wrestling that's just generally your favorite or one you love to study and dissect Uh, i have so many um that's so hard okay um probably sasha banks versus bailey Mm -hmm. at when uh they were going for the nxt championship takeover yes takeover yeah that's a popular one but it's so good Mm -hmm. yeah it's so good like there's just so many matches that i love but that one i don't know i i can watch that match over and over and over and over again 
I remember watching that match live because normally back then I wouldn't watch a lot of NXT, but there was so much hype around this match. So I tuned yeah. in and then I was literally bawling like when Bailey won the championship and then all the four horsewomen came into the ring afterwards. Yeah, I was bawling. I was so emotional <laughs> and it gets you invested so quickly and it like it's just iconic and it's one of those yeah. things that will go those down in history face. books. Yeah. Those are my favorite matches, the ones that just it totally just get you emotionally invested and you're just there crying or your heart's like racing. Oh, I remember that day. The whole timeline went wild, but it, oh my God, it was such a, such a great day, such a great match that I think none of us will ever forget. Right. <laughs> now, if you're ever having an off day, how do you lift yourself up before a match or a performance, you think? Hmm. I don't honestly I don't think I've ever had too much of an off day. That's uh, a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it never happens. But yeah, I don't think I've ever had an off day the day of my show. I'm always like super excited and pumped. I'll get super excited like the day before. Um and then the next day I'm even more like pumped for it. So yeah. Fair enough. Now, is there a certain match stipulation that you would like to tackle that you haven't yet? I honestly would really like to do an Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. I just need to get my cardio up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to do one of those. Those would be fun. Like right? the 30-minute ones. I know people have gone 75 minutes, but yeah, yeah that, think, that would take think, a lot of stamina. Uh, yeah, I think Tessa Blanchard and, and Mercedes, uh, Mercedes yeah. did like a 70-minute. Yeah. Yeah, that match was really good. All right, now, girl, I was scrolling through your Twitter, your very old Twitter. I wanted to know the story of the time you accidentally turned off all the lights at a Lucha show. So can you give oh me God. more context to, to this story here, please? Okay, so um, you- I'm... I was actually at a Lucha show with um, my friend and um, we weren't wrestling, but we were standing by the the lights actually, because there was no, there was uh, no more seats available. Mm-hmm. So we were standing by the lights and um, <laughs> this Lucha, this Luchador comes out and he's making his entrance and of course, I just had to lean back onto the wall and then all the lights turn off, <laughs> all of the lights. And I turned to my friend and I was like, what, what happened to the lights? <laughs> and we're like thinking that something's going to happen. And then I turn around and I was like, oh my God, that was me. And I turned them back on. I was like, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> Did anyone watching figure out that it was you? I don't know. I'm pretty sure, but I just kind of like acted like nothing happened. Yeah, and my you played friend off. was so embarrassed. Like he was like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe she just did that." That's funny. Oh my god, that's funny. Just uh, it was pretty funny. Being, I just imagine you. You're like, "Why the hell are the lights off?" And then you're like, uh, yeah. "Oh shit." Oh my god. That's exactly how it I honestly <laughs> totally forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me about that because that is so funny. Oh man, that's funny. I love the stuff I find on Twitter. It's a great place sometimes. All right. I like <laughs> sometimes just forget what I tweet. <laughs> me too. I'm like, how did you find that? But yeah. <laughs> 
Now we have to talk about this amazing show coming up for Sabotage Wrestling called The Fire Burns Again coming up this Friday, November 13th. But before we get more into that, what are your overall thoughts on this Texas wrestling scene right now? It's so awesome and I feel like it's only growing. Like we have so many new um, female wrestlers like uh, we have Jasmine Allure mm-hmm. and uh, Danny B, which uh, that is my opponent yes. for November 13th. Um, we have Vert Vixen. We have so many, so many amazing like women's wrestlers. So I'm super excited. And I feel like the Texas scene has always been so awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited. There's a lot of diversity on the Texas wrestling scene. And a it's lot. Like, and it just keeps growing and growing, and I honestly love, love to see it. It's amazing. It is. It is. Now, like you said, at this event, you will be taking on the debuting Danny B. So what are your thoughts on this exciting matchup? You know, I'm really excited. I actually already uh, had a match with her at Reality of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's really good. Um, but I beat her once, so I'm sure I can do it again. <laughs> now, how does it feel to kind of be the veteran in this matchup? Is it a different dynamic for you? Um, yeah, yeah, um, it is. Uh, I'm excited. Um, she, she obviously seems like... So, I just, I love when I get to wrestle people that are so they have so much heart for yeah. wrestling. I just feel like those are always my best matches when, you know, you have those people that are just like, ups- they were always obsessed with wrestling and they just have this big, big heart for wrestling. It's it, Those are always, always, always my, my best matches. Now, do you have a particular strategy going into this to ensure you come out victorious once again? Um, well, I'm the prodigy, so Mm -hmm. I always have a lot of tricks up my sleeve. Um, so I definitely will be using one of those. Okay. Just, yeah, she just gave us a little tease, guys. Doesn't want to reveal her whole playbook just yet. (laughs) (laughs) Now, besides yours, is there a certain match on the card you are particularly looking forward to the most? Hmm... Um, well, all of the matches are, like, amazing, so I'm super, super excited for all of them, but if I had to choose one, um, I am really excited for Hyon and Delilah, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to be a super, super amazing match. Oh, for sure, for sure. Delilah's super exciting, too. I chatted with her about it. She's super excited about it, and hopefully, you know, she kind of didn't really lose her title, so she's coming back for uh some vengeance you know and hopefully regain it so it'll definitely be interesting too and Hyon's always amazing as usual yes Hyon is amazing <laughs> now the fire burns again is a great all-women's show coming up but you were also recently part of hell hath no fury for mission pro so what is it like working for these all-women's shows and what is the general atmosphere like for you uh, I love I love it. Uh, I was actually just talking about it on a recent podcast. How how like special these all women shows are, mm-hmm. especially because well the uh, Mission Pro one 
that was completely all women. Yes. From the referees to the commentators to um, just everything. So I feel like that was such a great atmosphere just because everybody just felt so comfortable. Um, We were all just able to laugh and joke and all that like in the locker room and from setting up the ring to tearing it down, like all the women did that. So it was just a great atmosphere. And I really, really hope that um, people start doing more of these because I don't think people realize how important that these all women shows actually are. You know, we've seen a few recently too, like Mission Pro Flawless Wrestling did one and they have another show coming up there, a new new all women's promotion. You know, it's just, you love to see this too. And speaking of female empowerment, we are all about girl power here on A Wrestling Gal. So who are some women in wrestling or your personal life that either inspire or empower you the most? Um, so... Hyon is definitely one. I feel like she, since I started at Reality Wrestling, she's always been someone to, you know, like we were talking before, I was, I still am really young. So um, she's always been one to, you know, make sure I'm kind of making the right decisions in wrestling and, um, you know, just not going down the wrong path. Um, My mom, definitely Mm -hmm. my mom is probably like, my superhero in life um i look up to her for everything i feel like she's honestly like one of the strongest Mm -hmm. people that i know um i've just seen her go through a lot of different obstacles in life and kind of like gone through those with her so i just feel like she's just amazing and like one of the most inspiring people ever now are we gonna see a return of mama roxy to your instagram lives anytime soon Maybe, yes. <laughs> since you since you requested, I definitely will. It's what the people want. <laughs> <laughs> then yes, soon. And now before I let you go, Roxy, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you again on all your social media? Yes. So my Instagram is underscore Roxy, which is R-O-K-C. My Facebook is roxy r-o-k-c and then my twitter is the roxy underscore and don't forget to check out roxy at sabotage wrestling's the fire burns again event where she takes on the debuting danny b and again thank you for chatting with me roxy it's always a pleasure always a pleasure thank you so much for having me